Did you think that we were gone forever? <laughs> they probably thought we broke up. Yeah. Literally have to blow off the dust on my old Zoom pond track here. But for real. We need to like uh, get reacquainted <laughs> here because Kellen has been out of the loop because um 49ers have been making a deep playoff run, and you know that takes all priority. Killing power rankings, it goes Niners, it goes UFC, and then Warriors and Giants are pretty close. I'd probably yeah. say Giants more than the Warriors. What? You told me the Warriors are more than the Giants. Just because games are shorter, and Steph's in his prime right now, nobody's really in their prime on the Giants, so you don't feel like you're missing history every time a game goes by. <laughs> you know, just, but... It's been way too long. <laughs> I just honestly, I think we should find a clip, slow-mo it, put black and white over it and like the sad music. And <laughs> the last no. time we filmed, literally, I'm pretty sure Kellen and I said, we're going to be giving you so much more videos. We're Oh, yeah, because it was winter break. Yeah, and we were like, oh, we're going to crank some out every week. Like pretty sure last time we made one together we were saying how we were gonna be so much better about it yep. like i dude i think i say apologized. that almost every episode um now kellen's in a 3d modeling class so that sucks <laughs> up a lot of time up till 5 a.m last night ever. i slept for 90 minutes last night but still you know what you know what i could be doing i could be in my bed but one thing that is getting my heart racing right now is the ufc talking about mma baby. i don't know how you're not exhausted i watched a sports science or something one day or something and it says that the first 24 hours after you don't sleep is actually easy and then you take a big crash true because your body just finds extra energy like and adrenaline you just stay and stuff up. too yeah yeah but i think that we got to talk about some uh, movie shows <laughs> you it's know we always have to start that's the only thing that i put good input input in is um my entertainment recommendations and you have some you're gonna have some good ones because we got like we'll we got see. some what has everybody I else done that it, we haven't done? I haven't seen... Um, we you, haven't given out awards yet. Everybody it, gave those out before Christmas time. Uh, just just like four. Just like no, I, no, that's good that we are because I was going to say we didn't even get out February an award awards? show this year. But I guess we're going to add some now. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just kept adding to the segment list and Bianca was like, oh, we're going to do that and that. I didn't say either of those things. No, I but like I said, like read it. I knew what you were saying. Stop adding. I actually was like, uh, all that today. he's like, oh, I'm gonna write all down no today, segments. Right? I'm like segments, <laughs> plural. Okay, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so what is some? Um, hey, this is Bianca drew a French flag, and that's on there permanently now. Cause uh, that's been on there since our last podcast. Which <laughs> I tried to clear off this other whiteboard, and I was just scraping. Just so you guys can see this, mm -hmm. this is how you know we haven't filmed in a while. <laughs> it's, it's an artifact at this point, dude. Literally stuck on there for life. Um, so France or Italy? Bianca's French Toria. now. Well, she just okay what is our some of our entertainment recommendations to get this oh. podcast started what oh. have we seen recently that well we watched the new intro of last of us which was pretty good i've been excited for that show it was okay the new vikings came out that's a him show did we do um we watched avatar that's a movie we've seen that we haven't, we haven't talked about talked that. about dude we've not done this in so long because I, I almost questioned whether or not we've seen it or whether or not we've talked about it here. 
I'm like, okay, do you have dementia or? <laughs> getting there, honestly. It's getting close. If it wasn't for UFC and me having to memorize things, I don't know what path I'd be down. I know. Honestly, I have I have problems Like, too. sometimes I think about if I wasn't in school, because I don't, I'm not a reader. I don't go out. Do you think you would forget how to read? No, I'm saying I don't know where I would obtain knowledge besides watching YouTube. Because I don't go In the news? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you catch me on K2 News at 9 o'clock every night? <laughs> well, just to give you guys a little input of our weekend, um, my birthday's this Sunday. Wish your happy birthday. Her birthday falls on the 49ers NFC Championship game that. against the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles at the link. Be there be or be square so kellen is forcing us to go to a um a place to watch the game so not- i've i picked a cool sports bar for us to okay. go to let's just preface this um, with the bianca is uh you're not making us sending so wait, me a san francisco we- giants t-shirt she's like oh and this be for the super bowl actually it's so cool. san francisco giants yeah that was a san francisco Giants shirt no it wasn't me. it literally it had an orange with the golden gate bridge on it you it, no it wasn't it had the freaking golden gate bridge and said sf with the heart it was black and orange no though. it wasn't i'm not gonna i I'm said not i'm gonna wear this for the 49ers not the giants well yeah i know that uh, but it was it was it looks more giants i said if elementary they, school teacher <laughs> flipping me off on camera <laughs> i said that if they win okay i said that if they win the game on my birthday then i'll root for them in the super bowl and buy the shirt i never said uh, oh i'm so excited to wear this on my birthday no i have a whole outfit but it's actually wow. it actually is a maroon How do we red go from your birthday less important to movies that we've seen more important because i was just letting them know what we're doing this weekend letting them know it's my birthday and that we have to watch the game at 12 30 12 like such the an dot, inconvenient time well 12, guess what sharp. that's exactly the time that the sharp, sports please. are open sharp please actually there'll be probably a flyover national anthem so we will probably won't get started to like 12 20 oh my god i'm so excited maybe Can even a god bless gonna america be so before fun. the so i'm gonna take like no i'm just kidding <laughs> elementary school teacher can't say that what else do we see pale blue eye was really good yeah actually that was a lot better than i was expecting um that's on netflix and what are the tv shows that we watched we watched the circle I forced her to watch uh slow horses slow yeah horses. you like that minutes about about nothing <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. This is the fun part for me is talking about catching my up. life and um, myself. And, no, I'm just kidding. And yeah, catching up, giving our recommendations. Yeah, Bianca's finally hitting that curve where she's not as scared teaching her students anymore. She's hitting finally that curve. Yeah, where you were like high anxiety and now you're reaching that peak where it's in, you're just kind of becoming I'm not a vet. anxious. Yeah, I was definitely scared to teach, but that was also I was more anxious because I was teaching in this in a second grade class originally and now i switched to a kinder class and i love it i love the kinder kids i love the curriculum um i'm obsessed and i've been teaching a lot all the time and i'm so happy so fun yeah the fact that yeah if somebody's putting trust into her to oh i'm kidding oh i was gonna say if you would have asked me if i was gonna have a good time teaching like two months ago i would have said no i'm scared shitless because i was so nervous but now i'm loving life yeah well okay 
you guys came here for the real juice and i'm about to feed you the juice because <laughs> okay wait actually let oh, me wait. just say something really funny so today so one of it's actually funny one of the guys that kellen had does his podcast with jonah um i work with his mom she's a first grade teacher and today we were all sitting together having lunch and uh she asked if how you were doing and how or if you're still fami- filming podcasts and said like wow you, he's been doing that for a long time like that's so cool for him and we were just talking and then my wow that's so cool mrs Bosserman, mrs Bosserman said does he ever have a guest star of a kinder teacher on there like talking about me yes, i'm like sir. yep i actually do come on and i just talk about i said i don't really have that much great input to give but i think he just likes my company and they thought it was so funny yeah i do so it's, it's way better by somebody else yeah way better so i okay well that's so he means i don't give good input uh no i'm <laughs> just kidding don't get a girlfriend folks because they spin it <laughs> <laughs> should we kick off the show though with some of our awards <laughs> what? don't get a girlfriend guys did you really reach for that one <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, yeah. Didn't let's even do our- say reach, though. Uh, no, I know. I said. I know. <laughs> it. I just say. I like how you put your own spin on it, though. Thank you. See, literally, she just put the spin <laughs> on my spin. Did I you? Sure did. <laughs> Psychotic. Okay. What? Um, no, no, no. I'm saying that you're mental, honestly. Mental, man. Okay, keep. Let's keep going. All right. Should we kick off the show with some belated UFC awards? I only have a few for you. Let's go. What are the categories? Because I thought I yeah, thought at the, the beginning at the beginning of the year I was thinking I'm gonna have all these elaborate categories, and then we forgot them. And also we I forgot forget to transfer them. all the notes that are on my phone right now. We got the camera angle, what we think appears to be perfect, so we were too scared to take my phone off. So I think that we're just gonna make some. You're gonna up. go this by m- memory. Let's test your your skills all right the early altsies coming in hot oh here. my god what happened to steel trap steel trap deteriorated it rusted <laughs> up <laughs> and the steel doesn't rust does it stainless steel yeah i don't know okay Ste- number one so i think that the categories we're gonna do male favorite fighter of the year female mm-hmm. female newcomer male newcomer and maybe fight of the year Oh yeah, those are that's a good five. All right, fight of the year though we'll save for last because I still have that up in my noggin. But number one, you're we'll, still debating between ones, or you you just want to save it to talk. I'll about save it. it for last. Still got to think about it a little oh, bit. Oh okay, you're debating a little bit so. of both here. What would you say if I told you that male newcomer? We'll start with male newcomer of the year. Obviously, it's got to be our boy. This is a tough one. Still, I've made up my mind. There's like three guys <laughs> I rotating. I'm gonna say Javid Basharat. I'm gonna say he is my, was my 2022 newcomer of the year. Okay. Just because I just love the way he fights and he's an absolute killer. Three zero in the UFC now. He beat Tony Gravely. He just took out um, a new really good guy. We'll talk about this later. Already three fight cards or two fight cards into the year. Third one coming up this weekend. Already some new prospects some new bang bangs I'm, in I was here. Gonna say, I knew you were gonna say and that. then um so javi basha i'm gonna go male newcomer of the year female newcomer of the year without a doubt 
is Natalia Silva, okay? Mm-hmm. Natalia Silva, we had we talked about her for like 20 minutes on one episode series and I watched film on her breaking everything she does down. Like <laughs> if I was an opponent, I would know all her moves, but I still wouldn't know how to stop it because she's so freaking ferocious. But 2-0, she beat uh, Teresa Bleda and Jasmine Jazdivicious. And then there honestly, women K- Woman K of the Year though, ha- maybe could have been freaking... Uh, her spinning back kicks to Teresa Bleda's face. It was crazy. I woke up. I was still laying in bed because it was an early card. And it was kind of a close fight. Was Teresa, that when I was sleeping right there? And you were watching? Maybe. No, I don't think you were here. Maybe oh. not. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, And then, I guess, male fight of the year. <sighs> male fight of the year. Going out on a limb here. <laughs> not really going out on a limb. But I think that we'll have to go with Leon beating really Kamaru's yeah a head kick that is the man i've never yeah i don't think i've seen right you there. yell that loud was i was i there for that no. one oh, oh wait. wait what was the one you were screaming alex pieta yeah it's a tough one between those guys they had massive ears beating the two best guys <laughs> in their divisions true that's crazy i would give it to that one just because i was there for that one and i remember that one that I was kellen's reaction of the decade i know i was yelling like that's I've never what seen i would be like, like if that. we win the freaking super bowl is probably equivalent to the way i was acting when poetan sorry pacing up style bender crazy dude i promise that if we win the super bowl i'll have um behind the scenes footage of kellen's reaction and then our next pod will insert a clip of him it will be a roller coaster ride of emotion it'll be like <gasps> we'll see women fighter of the year yeah i'm curious what you're freak. gonna say i mean frick natalia silva is the girl to be reckoned with in my humble abode that's, I know that's not, not how you say it i know that but that's like my patented phrase now my humble abode my humble opinion my humble opinion. who would it be looking at some of the rankings here god it's tough i'm gonna go with uh zhang wei li you know yeah, getting, you do. getting her belt back and then who'd she beat she beat um she beat yo yeah she got that dub over carla sparza like and then she got that new dub on the hero Prohoshka versus to share a card back in the summer she had that crazy knockout of joanna and jay check i'd honestly say jung wei lee maybe really yeah i think jung wei lee i can't i kind of want to talk about people that could get new champions yeah. by the end of the year i think yeah. that'd be kind of fun we already have a new champion but it was inevitable you know it should be magomed Ankalaev, loki hikey, loki hikey. <laughs> but yamha hill yeah congratulations dude yeah i, I want to show you a freaking clip bro but i can't i'll show you after but it was so funny i think that J- jamal hill has already had the moment of the century or <laughs> of this year with here prohachka was in the woods saying i'm coming i'm coming for that belt and then uh jamal hill is like where you at though where you and he's in the woods too somewhere obviously what not in the, the same country yeah. and he's like where you at though? where you why at why are they in the woods like they're so weird <laughs> and here he is like i'm coming and then he's like i'm coming and then and then, then because the jamal is like where you at though where you at though and then he's like by the way that's what she said <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> yeah then, like how did you not show me this? Well, I have to send it to you, but he's already what at the, the social media moment of the UFC year, dude. When he's like, that's what she said. <laughs> he's a killer, dude. I, I want him. him. 
Poetan called him out um, because uh, somebody else is hurt. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody else is hurt. And so maybe it, uh, Alex Pejeda versus y- Jamal Hill, dude. I don't think anybody on planet Earth would not buy that pay-per-view. It would be a swang and bang slugfest. And honestly, if either guy connects, because uh, Alex has 205 power, heavyweight power too. So uh, Glover Teixeira. Hats off to you, my man. What a way to close out your career, honestly. Yeah. That's an honorable mention, you know? Oh, for sure. Male, just everything. I mean, because he, coming back, resurrecting your career, basically beating Hiro Hiro Prohashi. He pulled a rabbit out of the bag in the last seconds of their fight. And then taking all those shots from a young beast mode fighter and Jamal Hill, dude. He's the man, and he's going to be a, if he was still to fight, he'd be a tough out for anybody else. Without a doubt. So, I'm, but yeah. I'm happy he laid his gloves down because he took a lot of damage in that fight with Jamal. Um, fight of the year, though. We got some candidates, but I think my favorite one is probably going to be... Mm, there's another one where I jumped the gun on what I was going to say. Okay, can I just name out a couple? I was going to say, name Kevin the ones Holland you're thinking of. versus... Steven Wonderboy, recency bias in there. Nate Lamborghini versus David Onama was absolutely whack. Steven Peterson versus Julian Arosa. And um, obviously Hamzat and Gilbert. Mm. Oh, yeah, that one I was crazy. I think that one of the wackest fights I've ever seen, though, was probably the Nate Landwehr versus David Onama fight. Like, that was crazy. I think out of all the ones you listed, that was, like, the one I didn't see. It was a low-key one. It was just on, like, maybe prelims. And I oh, just caught, I didn't really? even catch it live. I had to go back and watch it. And it was because David Rom is like one of my favorite fighters. He's so he's so good. Oh. Um. But yeah, I think I'll have to go with that one. It's low key my favorite underrated one. But Steven Peterson versus Julian Arosa. Some of these fights don't even feel. I'm like, did I watch that at the <laughs> end of 2021? It all kind of just meshes together. Yeah. But, yeah. Those are my awards. Not very in depth, but yeah. Um, cool sound like a teacher right there what are we at only 18 minutes god we got so much time not to really shine, baby. i'm not trying to make it an hour um really quickly i think that we'll just make this kind of a speed round segment since we don't know a ton about them we're gonna show my favorite guys that have come into ufc this year Wait, so far that because a ton of guys have come into the ufc on their debuts this last pay-per-view and then uh, the Strickland versus Imavov had some ballers. I had to go back and watch that. So I'm going to highlight, we'll go back to Imavov, the main guys that really stood out to me. Um, shout out Daniel Argetta, gets his first dub in the UFC, right? First dub in the UFC because he lost to um, Damon Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, he beat Nicky Geary. Even guys that lost were studly. Okay, but the one guy... Mataj Ram, uh, Rambeski. It looks like Rebecca on the TV screen, but it's Rambeski. Guy throws heat, reminiscent of Rafael Faziv. And when he was fighting uh, Nick Fiore, who was actually pretty good, he was just piecing him up and just looked way too big. He was kind of gassing out at the end, but showed really like he was super well rounded and was able to kind of just finish the fight on the ground and just land some good ground and pound. But in the he was trying to like show the UFC like I'm what's up. Like he was throwing serious Rafael Fazeev heat. That's one guy yeah. that I was really impressed with. Also Charles Johnson actually to open up that Strickland versus Imavov. He kind of had he's kind of had a little bit of a rough. Um, he's had to just fight some really tough guys like Jalgashu Magulov and uh, 
Muhammad Mokayev, but against Jimmy Flick, he looked really good, really clean. His boxing was amazing, kind of reminiscent of Bobby King Green. So he's starting off the year right. Umar Umar Nurmagomedov, bro, beast mode. We'll get to Javid later because he's an absolute killer. But I think it was mostly Rambeski who really impressed me. Um, Honestly, the guy that lost to uh, Mandoncha. Mataj, a couple, the, both the Mataj's impressed big time because it was his UFC debut too against Javi Bashra and Javi Bashra, in my opinion, is top ten bantamweight. He's not even ranked yet, but the Mendosha guy is the absolute stud, and he's really young still too. And I think he, he might, I think he does train with, uh, yeah, I think he does train with like, is he fighting out of shoot a box? There's some absolute killers out of there, dude. Oh my god. All right, so they actually breed smoke shows there. <laughs> Mataj Mendonca. So they have like Daniel Willicat Santos, obviously Charles Oliveira, this guy who have they have yeah. a, like Alain Patrick, other guys they have that so I so many yeah so many beasts that shoot the box. They just train young killers. They're on the up and coming. Like there's gonna be some a definitely influx of more Brazilian champions here in a few, and we'll talk about them a little bit later. But yeah, I think Rambeski and. Mondonch. I don't really know how you say his name. Copy level good too. But yeah, those are the beasts that came in. And then, fun fact with you guys. Fun fact? Let's hear it. A bra on the fight card by the name of Ishmael Bonfim follows me on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't even know who this guy was. You followed me. There was just like a random part time. That's honestly insane that you didn't ever. know who he was, but he was following you. Well, it was just, I think it was one of those things where you just try to follow people to get followers and then you might've just forgot about me. But now he's hella famous. No, you could have probably also seen your whole ass UFC podcast maybe, maybe. or your No but Game. But Ishmael Bomfim, the Bomfim brothers are- so You should try to interview him. He doesn't speak English, I don't think. Mostly Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh. But. But high five flow. Because I was going to go five fighters to watch right now. And I guess we'll just kind of mix these in well, with already let's some new ballers. Into that. That's yeah. mine. This is my segment is already some new ballers are in the MMA world, the UFC right now. I just named Rambeski and Mandonch. I don't really know how to say his name. But Ishmael <laughs> Bomfim and Gabriel Bomfim took the UFC by storm and I my prediction for one of my hot takes is that the Bosch brothers and the Bonfim brothers are going to oh. take the UFC by the nutsack this year and hopefully take a ton of fights and just become they have a like huge a brothers line. card dude it would be so sick okay let's break this down from a fundamental standpoint <sighs> shout out to our boy I freak dude what's his name who makes those baseball videos but Ishmael Bonfim so obviously brazilian fought on every single one of these bouts in because it was obviously in brazil bro but putting him up against terence mckinney okay who basically had drew dober unconscious and drew dober just put bobby king green unconscious and bobby's obviously one of the toughest lightweights to get out of there all right terence mckinney see steamrolled the steamroll the map for vola in like five seconds and he submitted uh what frost yam in like the first round two and then the drew dover fight was his first loss you're asking a guy to make his ufc debut against terrence mckinney who has one punch knockout power and insane grappling abilities okay 
But Ishmael Bonfim's biceps are the size of my noggin. <laughs> Him and his brothers <laughs> were blessed with some serious pythons. And it go, can show, okay, so Ishmael Bonfim, what can he do? He can take you, dump you on your noggin, all right? And then he can also throw a freaking flying knee right up the middle and then put Free one of the best fly. prospects in the UFC lightweight division out conscious, like unconscious. I was just thinking that if any, like, you know, when Ryzen, I think, won championship, somebody, they had an inner inner combination like they had some inner promotion bout going on if oh. these bombfiend brothers and some of these other guys that we did not know about were in the uh a different promotion i'm pretty sure all of them are kind of fighting within the ufc is aware of them but if they were on a different promotion they would have showed the ufc up because gabriel bombfiend oh, has some yeah. of the fastest hands that you'll see in the welterweight division and then he also sunk what did he the guillotine joke against munir lazes felt bad for munir just because he's probably training a lot for this fight <laughs> just to get guillotine like freaking in the first round dog um but the bomb really brothers hard. are so good i just love how ishmael ishmael versus patty pimblet though that'd be kind of crazy because we patty. all know patty's not gonna be fighting for a while i didn't Why? even know that he got surgery oh but i just love these guys and they're going to be studs who else absolutely impressed josiani nunez did great that daniel marcos guy absolute savage the body shots knees to the body against uh simon Oliveira. also tiago moises came back got that sicked up okay this mel zikael costa <laughs> he took mel the fight on Zikael. short notice i think it was supposed to be uh was it supposed to be guram gutadaladze which was going to be a tough matchup for tiago moises or is it going to be demir no it's going to be t- yeah it's going to be guram this costa guy come on on short note comes on on short notice Freaking Brazil has some heaters coming in. Hot, dude. I'm serious. Okay, and then who else? This Bruno Fijera, Gregory Rodriguez. Let's take a look at Gregory Rodriguez's resume really fast. Okay. Why don't we? Why don't Let's we? Let's just do this. So he beat uh, Almonta, uh, Val. so that was in the LFA. Josh Fremd, who is in the UFC now, I think. Dusko Todorovic, Jung Young Park who was on a little streak of himself here. He lost Armand Petrosian, beat Julian Marquez, and beat GD, Chidi and Jukawani, who was one of the most... Fun, yeah. And that fight was crazy. Bruno Fijera has never fought in the UFC before. And he... Can I see what he looks like? Put him unconscious. He's just a bulldog, bro. Yeah. We got some guys that we um, are going to be spoiled with when they're put on future fight cards because all of these guys came to ball. And... <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about some of these guys later because they're because I have like my top five people that you have to watch out for in the UFC this year. Jessica Andrade impressed. Gilbert Burns. Okay, we got to talk about this right now, bro. Gilbert Burns should not have been in the ring with Neil Magny. Whoever made this fight, I don't even know what you're doing, but uh, Gilbert Burns just basically almost beat Hamzat Chimaev, and then you're putting him in with a guy <laughs> that can't that gets like choked out by Shavkat yeah. Rockmanum in the first round, bro. It's like okay. Not quite on the same level here, so Gilbert Burns should not have been on in that ring with. Uh, How Neil long Magny. did it last? It was a first round submission arm triangle choke. Gilbert Shocker. Burns basically just put him in, held him down on the ground for a little bit, landed some good elbows, and then sunk in that arm triangle, which this looks was, way was easier this, than it is. This wasn't a main event, right? No. Okay. God. Gilbert Burns should have been fighting somebody big time. I think they just wanted to get him on this card and. I think Neil Magny is probably the only guy brave but enough like, to take the fight. Yeah, I was going to say, who would take that then? Yeah, it's tough. Gilbert is looking so good because I think he is like 36 now. 37? <laughs> Pushing 37? And he looks phenomenal. Yeah. Okay, Brandon gets his belt back. 
so many good freaking fighters. So, so what is that? Bruno Pieda, Gabriel Bonfim, Ishmael Bonfim, um, Daniel Marcos, and Tiago Moises comes back. Rick. Oh, and then the guy that lost too, uh, Melzikael Costa. All guys to keep an eye on. All right. Yeah, the UFC's. Dude, I up. can't believe some of them went viral literally following me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so sick. Ow! Okay. Yeah, no, that is so cool. Well, I'm going to try to keep this short just because Bianca has stuff to do to get ready for her freaking uh Well, I also birthday. have an 8 a.m. tomorrow, which means Whoa, I have to leave at 7, yeah, yeah. which means I have to get okay. up at 6. We'll, we'll hurry this sucker up, all right? Okay, do you have a fighter that you are actually like excited for that they could do something this upcoming year? Like, do you have anybody in mind? Robert. Yes. Oh, that's what I was going to say, bro. I'll link it in the description, and I'll put this as a little timestamp. I made a freaking BuzzFeed quiz about yes. personality Everyone tests. should go take it. I took uh, it, and I got Robert. Yeah. I put. Uh, it wasn't a ton of fighters. It's just like five or six questions, and based on your personality, it guesses who your favorite UFC fighter is. And, and he the, knew me The so options, well. I think you'll either get Shavkat, Robert, Patty, um brandon moreno strickland strickland and one other person yeah i don't remember but yeah go take it be fun i put a funny picture of patty on there i think that the lowest oh yeah the lowest person percentage chance to get i try to make it as even as possible i think the rarest one would be brandon moreno oh really because every time i try to find a category because i had to like link it with the correct answer to so it weighs it correctly but him and um yeah him and robert are so similar in personality true so when i would try to do i had to alternate so what was it that if you were to click on on that one it would give you brandon like what brandon uh was quirky and funny yeah but i was like crap that could also be robert so and then, then build legos other, is obviously but what brandon. other thing like the sets him apart brandon from roberts like what question uh at the end the last question i linked him with body kicks because he knocked out uh, kai Kara with body kick i could do i mean brandon I, what, there's no specific, what did you put Roberts if i said boxing you would definitely be brandon he's got the best boxing in flyweight division what did you put for roberts for that last one uh robert i forget bro but he was just like if you're con he was like funny yeah he was kind. the quirky it was one. like what kind of friends do you want Dude, I don't even remember. I don't know. You're putting me everyone, on the spot. I know. Everyone should take it though, because it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, but and the then Sean, comment what you get in the comments. If you click the correct ones, you shouldn't be surprised that you get Sean Strickland though. Well, there's not like correct. It's based off of your <laughs> no, personality. No, but like if you click on, you'll know how to get the Sean Strickland one. You'll know how to. I purposely went through and did like all the opposites of me, and I got Sean Strickland, and I don't like him, so that just shows. Yeah, but. Yes, sir. We won't go into the um, detail about the Lewis Spivak card that much. I'll give you some predictions for the top of the card. But they did like that Asian tournament, and I and I didn't really follow that that closely. So I'm just gonna have to learn about some it's of the you. new guys that are coming in. What Asian tournament? <laughs> it's like an all Asian card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy. They did some thing where i think the winner gets money or gets a contract in ufc but all these guys oh, are going to be fighting in the cool. ufc beasts so i don't know how the format worked but the, all of them it's like the finals for each weight class or something and so they're all going to be fighting so we get some new incoming ballers but 
So we covered the new guys that came in, mm-hmm. some awards. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the meat on the biscuit here. The, the meat fi- on the biscuit. The five to watch this year. All right. Starting at the bottom, I kind of screwed myself over here. I wrote them down on the window glass in the shower, so we'll see how what? I remember them. <laughs> yeah. So, number five. What? Number five. Jack Della Maddalena, who's going to be fighting on, what is it, UFC 284? Mance steamrolled Danny Hotshock at Roberts. He beat Ramzan Amiv, who basically had him in a submission, almost got him out of there. Valiant effort. And then uh, he beat Pete Rodriguez. He's 3-0. No one seems to come close to him. Just like Natalia Silva, okay? If you put the card His, on the thing, Oh, yes. Well, that was what I was going to say. That's a hack right there. Um, but... Jack Della Maddalena, just like Natalia Silva, his left hook will put anybody's lights out. His boxing untouchable. And the guy is built like freaking this. If you look at his back <laughs> when you're watching it, he's like, oh, that guy's big. His lower body must be small. <laughs> nope. Lower body's not small either. These so, are our awards, by the way, for the Jack the Della. I've got a hot take on him, too. Mans is going to be fast-tracked if he gets by whoever the heck he's fighting at UFC 284. I forget exactly. It's a toughie, though. Um, okay, so Jack Della Maddalena is number five. Number four. Um, crap, I put the, I already talked about the Bonfim brothers. They're, they're the ones you need to really look out for. But they but, can still be on your list. Yeah, I guess number four could be Bonfim brothers. Let me check it. Yeah, don't just change it up just because we already talked it about It was them. Bonfim brothers just because I was really hype on them, bro. Yeah. But we'll slash that with, um, we'll slash that with, uh. Who'd be fun? Who'd be fun? We'll slash that with fucking Hamzat. We'll go Hamzat on here. Really? Yeah, we'll slash that with Hamzat. Hamzat, I think, is going to get his hands on a belt by the end of the year. I don't know what weight class it's going to be. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later, speculate on what would be his easiest route. But I think, yeah, Bonfing Brothers and Hamzat. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three. Now, I know the number three for sure. Um, The last three. Maybe I'll do four more. No. <laughs> okay. Natalia no, Silva. We got to watch for Natalia Silva. I think she's going to take the UFC by storm. The way that she fights her fighting style, she's going to be on main cards and she's going to be a tough out for anybody. And also when she loses, it's going to, she's going to just going to be one of those fighters where it does not matter if she loses because every time she's in there, it's fireworks, baby. And she throws spinning, spinning techniques. Like I said, her left hook, you never know where it's coming from. And she just, the way that she can circle around the octagon and pick you apart. And also when she needs to, she can apply pressure. But just, you cannot do anything to neutralize what she does. She always finds openings, dude. And when, because Teresa Blade was just spamming takedown. And what did she do? Like, she, Teresa did land a couple, but eventually Natalia gets back up to her feet and gets back into kicking and striking range. And it's over, baby. And then you find yourself tired shooting for takedown. And then you catch a spinning back kick into the face like Teresa did. But so that's Natalia. Now, number two, um, watch for Daniel Willie Cat Santos, another shoot the box guy, just like Natalia Silva, really similar skill set. His last fight, he came in against a tough Julio Arce in his UFC debut. And then he um, got a great dub against John Castaneda, where he basically should have been knocked out in that first round. And then at the end, before that second round started, he started landing, connecting, and then he just followed that momentum into the second round, I believe, and started landing some body shots, right? And got him out of there. I think, yeah, you just, 
do not they, they I just don't understand how some guys protect themselves during some of these fights because it's like okay this guy's throwing all these shots to my head and then he's throwing kicks to my body and then he's kneeing my body it's like how do you even defend this i don't know i don't understand it's like over i get overstim in ufc4 when guys are kicking my legs and they're throwing punches at me i don't know how you can physically love to see you in there your body while getting smacked in the noggin so daniel willicat santos super exciting i mean superstar in the making for sure if the ufc builds him up correctly they Number one, them. so we've got the three trio. And the, those are in order. Yeah. Okay. So then number one. I kind of I kind of messed up my list though. Who did I say for five? Oh, I did Jack Della, and then I did the Bonfim slash Hamzat, which is stupid. For three. Yeah, my number. I have a tie for number one. I guess now. Number one A is Gilton Almeida. <laughs> Gilton Almeida now. You're not allowed to do what he does. Like a, fi- a human being what? should not be allowed to do what he does. The guy is basically just however tall he is, probably like 6'4". It's just straight muscle fiber. It's like a straight man. Okay, it's just a defensive end. It's an NFL football player <laughs> that has been trained to dismantle so he, the, bi- the biggest men, okay? So his arms should be registered as weapons. I mean, probably his, like, I would say that he could beat up probably 99.9% of the population with, I don't know. His pinky? An arm tie around his leg and maybe shackles on his feet. Like, I'm telling you, all he has is one hand and he'll pick you up and dump you and choke you out with one arm. Like That's insane. Shamil abdur was a is a ranked heavyweight in the UFC, okay? absolute beast has fought some of the best i guarantee you a dude from russia is not expecting to get picked up and (laughs) body slammed and then held down on his back for a whole round and then gets choked out via ground and pound this is what he does okay gilton almeida comes in versus danilo marquez does his freaking donkey kong punches gets him out of there in the freaking first round then he comes in there against parker porter moves up to heavyweight gets that rear naked choke throws around a big ass man like it's a baby and then anton turkle standed absolutely zero chance i forget it was supposed to be shamil abdurakimov then and then anton steps in i'm sure anton's gonna be a great prospect one day but not when you're fighting one pound for pound one of the scariest men on planet earth and then uh, shamil abdurakimov comes in here actually gets his chance will Bro, if you get canceled, like, it, he, man's almost got bailed out twice. You get a fight canceled once versus Gilton, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'll give him another chance. That gets canceled too. Maybe you should get the um, vibes from the universe and say, maybe we shouldn't take this fight because you just got embarrassed on a national stage. <laughs> International stage. Um, in Brazil he didn't get embarrassed but he did get the shit beat out of him so I mean it's the same thing and that's no knock against Shamil he's good he's getting a little bit older taking some damage here but Jalton Almeida pound for pound when we're going through pound for pound rankings I don't want to see any of these little guys on the list okay (laughs) because look at (laughs) his tapology I think we just admit that like Brazilians are the goats no but I'm saying though when you get these guys okay you're thinking all these Dagestani guys, all these Russian guys overpower. And Georgians. This is like taking Brazil and Dagestan and like fusing it into a superhuman. This is like a Hamzat Shemai. This is like the Hamzat of, of Brazil. But this guy would 
I'm like you think he could he could he would be Hamza Hamza. Well, he was fighting at heavyweight, and he's rat. He's doing what Hamza does to people. Hamza's with like Hamza's yeah. weight class. He ragdolls them. Jostin's doing it to people that are like 40, 50 Bigger. pounds heavier. So he would have to go way up, or he would have to go down. Like Hamza would have to go up, or he would have to go down. They could probably meet at two hundred five. Because uh, Jalton, his last like three fights have been at heavyweight. So what? Okay, I was gonna say what weight or, class? No, he's heavyweight. Yeah, he's fought at heavyweight three times in a row. I think. Yeah. What? And his first fight was at one eighty five. Dang, he's right. No, two hundred five. Two hundred five. His he's, first fight was at two hundred five, and he's fighting at heavyweight. Yeah, he's damn. a big man, but he is the number one a guy to watch this year. If you don't know him, you'll sound like an absolute legend if you do. Because I'm gonna start like he there's nothing that he does where you're questioning it like a game plan all he does goes in there i watched the youtube video man so it's a freaking front push kick to the body <laughs> then he shoots a double on you and then he gets on top of you and then basically just rides you and then finishes you eventually after you get tired so that's the guy there's zero holes in the game zero holes what are you gonna do stand up with him how are you gonna stand up with him when you're on your back okay next one b javid basharat okay one thing that i was talking about is javid basharat is that he is going to be probably one of the biggest problems at bantamweight because the dude is a absolute masterclass at range management and what do you have to do when you're in bantamweight division you basically range have to be quicker range. than shit <laughs> and you have to stay at range because when you get to the top Guys like Aljamain Sterling, guys that really love to grapple, they're going to get a hold of you eventually. But what does Javi do better than most of the guys in the division? He stays at range and he understands, okay, that when a guy, he understands like when a guy is eager to take you down. So he's not going to throw a kick. And then he finds the right times to shoot those little front kicks to the body and then he gets out of there immediately. And so that's like the key is that he can just find a way to stay around, stay around like Natalia Silva, okay, take you apart. And just the way that he, his head movement, it's just like stick and move, stick and move, stick and move. And the way he just is always constantly bouncing on his feet, switching stances. It's a thing of beauty to watch him. And against this guy that we're going to go back and probably in the next, I don't know, like four or five years, the guy that he just fought, the Mataj Mandonch guy. When I'm working for the UFC as a commentator or something, <laughs> we're going to go back to this moment and we're going to say... Guy, I called it because these guys are fighting for a title. Okay, Mandonch, I don't know. He's like 24. What is Javid? And is he's not even close. Put he's probably like 27 right now. I don't know the Snow Leopard, but Snow Leopard. I like. He's that. just the greatest combination of everything. A lot of guys have IQ. A lot of guys have good striking. A lot of guys have good grappling. Now, granted, you're probably you could get you can take down Javid because he's not like the biggest, most strongest guy. But the way he just has really good technique and he can just stuff takedowns and he understands. He just knows how to read a guy when he's getting frustrated, and wants to take you down. He just knows. It's just he seemingly is always one step ahead. That's what they were saying in the commentary. Is like the the skill difference between Mataj and Javid isn't that crazy but it's the knowledge of when things are going to happen and when to do certain things is what separates javid it's like a poem i think well i mean usually you're like um no but motivational that's, uh, speaker right there no but that's i'm just insane <laughs> dog like this was by far people are probably going to be like oh who have you beat trevin jones tony gravely Mendoza. yeah and 
this is the X factor about freaking because we're gonna get into because Sean O'Malley said something about like who's the superstar gonna be weak? we don't even have we don't have any superstars it's like it, I'm gonna have to just take the UFC and put him he doesn't think that there's he's like well who's like the superstar in the UFC so right now stupid. I think it's gonna be him and I'm gonna push back to that but the thing about Javid which makes him so sick is that he takes so we have two more segments everything personally yeah. No, he just takes everything personally. And, like, he'll talk smack during the fight. It's just all subtle. Just silent assassin. But you know he has moxie to him. You know? And the way he talks, he's, like, talks like he's he's freaking has a British accent. It's not like he's some, like, foreigner, dude. And so it's just, like, it's like James Bond or something out here. I don't know. There's just something special about that guy. He's going to have a freaking strap Wait, where is he from? Um, I want to say, is it, uh, dude iraq oh really is it where is fact check or is it afghanistan oh well, let's see i think it's afghanistan afghanistan born british professional mixed martial artist so he's let's born go. in afghanistan but he's he lives in so the uk Afghan so that born he, british he's so sick the that's, snow freaking that's leopard combo yeah no they don't have a lot of that's what i think he was saying that they don't have a lot of like role models yeah people from like afghanistan like in sports in general so that's cool this is the guy to change the game baby you should have asked him to come on honestly yeah he's like probably pound for pound one of my favorite fighters oh um <laughs> now what is it so next superstar well this next superstar that? you know what i'm gonna say to you right now is that if you had to put one name only. Yeah, one name only. His name starts with an I, ends with an Ilya, and then his last name starts with a, <laughs> a T, T, and then it ends with Oporia. Oh, <laughs> because this guy against Bryce Mitchell, whole oh, baby. I didn't get a chance to talk about him, but just like Adrian Yanez, this cat's got the X factor, baby. What are you going to do? What are you going to shoot on Ilya? Who are you going to call? Okay, this is the thing that I absolutely love. Going into that fight, people are like, oh, Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell's got the freaking uh, grappling advantage. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> you think you're going to go in there, lay on Ilya Teporia, and choke him out? No. He has <laughs> what everybody else that has is no. really good in the UFC does. Like, all the dudes, freaking Guram Kutaraladze, Demiraj Magulov, all these guys at lightweight that can't you can't keep them down like Armand Saruki and Mataj Gamron every time that you attempt to try to take them down they're going to scramble back up to their feet they're going to create opportunities they're not just going to accept a position plus they have the physical abilities to actually get up like they just are built differently and then when you're on the feet with him we know this and we I'm going to take credit for this man's against Damon Jackson Ilya Tepori's got the sickest combination in all of the UFC, okay? The left body shot to overhand right, the left body hook, overhand right, baby. I don't care what division you are from 135, like, obviously 125 is getting knocked out by it. But, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure a 170 or maybe even 185 could not take that shot. Ilya Tepori throws smoke, and I absolutely think that he is the guy to stir things. Imagine a Arnold Allen. <laughs> Versus Ilya Teporia fight. It would be crazy. Also, speaking of Arnold Allen, we'll keep this really fast, but Dan Hooker versus Jalen Turner, that's an absolute banger, but we'll get to that later. Um, 
opportunity for Dan Hooker to revive his career for sure. But I hope I love him. I mean, he did have that really. He just had a fantastic win against Claudio Poyes. Yes, great win. But Elliot Tapori is the next superstar. Uh, Sean O'Malley, step aside, bro. We're gonna have this yeah. Spaniard, Georgian, Italian, or not Italian, <laughs> Spaniard, Georgian superstar with a belt, sunglasses down freaking blouse shirt half unbuttoned six pack hanging out freaking baller if we're gonna have him um, fighting patty pimblet in a stadium somewhere and it's going to be that's bananas. gonna be insane and who's gonna get exposed because who has the knockout power to actually put patty's lights out yeah that's my next superstar bold takes to end this sucker off bold takes i think this has been a good episode guys um well yeah it has it has to we have to make up for a month and a half worth of Um, no ufc yeah i think that bold takes for 2023 is that one hamza chamayev gets his hand on some type of belt some sort of belt i don't even think that's a hot take that has to happen that be 180 well it's just tough though because it's all held up right now because like usman is gonna fight leon who knows what the hell is gonna happen because, like, if Leon loses, is it like, oh, are we going to get a rematch again? Yeah. Like, and then is it, like, True. Bilal Muhammad's in there? And it's, like, is Colby Covington going to fight Bilal Muhammad? Is uh, Gilbert Burns going to fight Bilal Muhammad? Guy. There's a ton of... That's the thing that we got. That's another bullet. We got... Okay. Bilal Muhammad, he actually is pretty funny, and I actually kind of like the guy. But, like, when it comes to fighting style, it's just... I don't like how he disrespects some of the dudes. Like, you can't go on Joe Rogan podcast and say Colby Covington sucks. It's you like can. He, I would. No, but like you can't do it. <laughs> because like when you go fight him and it's relatively close and Colby etches out a decision against you, it's like then he, he can't just do looks it. bad, yeah. You can't do it. But that's gonna be I so throw Muhammad Bilal all the beasts. Like even Hamza versus Bilal, I'd be down. Hundred percent down. I think that might have that was supposed to maybe happen. Um then Gileton Almeida. I think dude fights for a title shot. Without a doubt. It fights for a title shot. And then my other hot take is that um, Cyril gone. I know this is kind of early, but I think gone could honestly wipe the floor with John Jones. Like, I'm not convinced that uh, Johnny's just going to go in there and put it on Cyril. All Cyril's got to do. Okay. Our boy just has to stay, keep it on the feet. If he can keep it on the feet and just impose his will on John Jones. I really like Cyril's chances, but if he does go to the ground and somehow John's able to just go there when things aren't going right on the feet, then it's going to be a long night for our boy Cyril. But everybody in planet Earth is going to be rooting for Cyril because no to DV and drug use, right? And cheating. (laughs) Oh my God. You really just like, I took a turn. I wasn't expecting because no to DV. How many fucking chances do you get when you're the go, bro? You get to beat it. They just shit on your mom and cheat and do all that stuff. I don't understand how people can do that, especially when you're a trained fighter and you're doing that. Also, um, like take it out on the guys you're getting paid to fight. Also, I know it's not funny, but since we're kind of on the topic, though, it's like, what are the odds? Dana White buys power slap. I think it's caught on camera slapping his wife after she slaps him. It's a lot of slapping going on. I forgot about like, that. I was like, going to ask you. Like That's just a PR nightmare. Can you? Has just, he like made a statement about that? He did? Yeah. What did he say? 
probably some of the most narcissistic stuff you could probably say like not a good response he's like it's worse for the ufc if i leave and take a break than it is for me if i like like it's worse for the ufc if i leave than if i stayed and Arrow Hawani what called him out. He's like, bro, prick. who says that? <laughs> like, what the it's, heck? It's worse, like, we lose more money if I leave than if I took Then if I stay and yeah. people don't like me. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> he would freaking say that. I yeah. hate him. I know. God, it's such a stupid. I know. But just like, what are the odds, bro? You buy power. And I will never watch a power. Like, how do those get sanctioned? I was talking about this with my friend. Is that they stop UFC fights because you're not intelligently defending yourself. What are you doing when you're letting a grown man slap you in the face? So That's not when intelligent. It, when does that like start though? It has. They did an ultimate. They're doing an ultimate fighter for it. Like people are in a house just slapping the shit. You're kidding. I they're doing so. a tough thing. I think so. <laughs> not going to lie. I would definitely watch that. But. <laughs> you're just like the rest of the world. People no, find I, slap fighting in, like captivating. It's laughable. I'm like, we it's do, not the one. Guys this is grown wealth. men, and they're slapping and each women. other like a bunch of bitches. And women slapping is like, mm. they're not even slapping though. They're using uh. like the meat of their hand. Yeah, and they bone. go like this. It's go. basically a wrist punch. Yeah. No, but they're literally going like that. I so feel like that almost is worse than fighting. Dude, that open bone right there does not feel good. No, no, that's worse than like UFC fighting. Like just taking a slap you, well, to the face is like one of the most painful. You things. can't go like. Like, at least in the UFC, you can put your hands you in there. You get disqualified, but some people do accidentally move. They'll accidentally go like this, and then they'll, Sorry for having a they'll get, like, if reaction. you have, if you get, like, one more chance, and if you do that again, then you're disqualified. Why do you get no about more than this than <laughs> I do? Well, because I saw a TikTok of these girls do it, but it was, like, girls my age. Oh. Like, they were young girls. Yeah. Doing it. What is it? And, like, a girl moved, and they were like, don't move don't flinch or whatever and then if they flinch or if they do it again then i think the other person all like automatically wins what do we come to i know it's ridiculous dude okay really quickly who would you want as like the next if you could have your dream coaches for ultimate fighter series rob and and who She's she's a Rob Stan, bro. How can you not be? Honestly, it would actually be kind of sick just because they're both like New Zealanders. Is Rob and Ty Tuasa? Yeah, yeah, but the fun part about Tuff but they're is different. That they can't they're different weight classes, and they're friends. Like usually, the coaches fight. What? Oh yeah. Remember Brian Ortega fought right. Alexander Volkanovski. Oh wait, they have to do that. They don't always. Then, then like they can be and Connor didn't. It. No, or but they it like it because like, like when there's heat between coaches, more people watch. I think it's cooler if they're like friends. Bro, they would just be cracking jokes, being funny. Okay, the whole fine. Time. Then let's say Robert and like, but Robert doesn't have bad blood with anybody, so he wouldn't be a good coach because he wouldn't start <laughs> with anybody. Yeah, but he'd pull pranks and stuff. I feel like. Yeah, which Robert would, would hate it because he probably wouldn't like being away from. But him. I feel like both New Zealander guys, they're like. In their blood, they're like insane, you know. Like naturally, they're like crazy guys. Oh, he fights in UFC. Like, so I feel not... like they would be, they would do some like crazy stunts on each other, like you're saying, like oh, yeah, pranks wise. They would be like crazy. Well, Ty would probably get drunk every night. I think house. Ty would be the craziest. <laughs> He'd probably like break a bone, like jumping into the pool or something. Bro, imagine like a diving board. He like breaks it or something. 
<laughs> Bro needs to take a break too because uh oh Sergey Pavlovich that just sparked one. He knocked out Taito Ivasa. That's Title insane. Shot. That was crazy. I was shocked. We we were there for that? Yeah. Yeah, he knocked him out cold in like 20 yes. seconds. That Pavlovich guy is built like an absolute I know. Tank. That was insane. I think that guy <laughs> But usually you're on your phone cuz you're too scared to watch. So no, I but know. I like Ty so I watched it. But that, that Sergey Pavlovich that guy was crazy. is a freaking monster. That but one was. I was shocked. John Jones does not want a piece. <laughs> also, we want Francis back. Francis, Francis back because um, no Francis is a uh, worse UFC. Um, but I think that kind of concludes the episode. Anything else I couldn't really think of? I'm gonna take a quick scan over the ranking just to make sure I'm not. Oh, there's new fights, but we won't get into that. We'll get into it next week. Yeah. Um, if we're here next week but yeah we've got a great card coming up between islam makaja versus oh wait we didn't give a lewis versus lewis or spivak um lewis or S- i'm gonna go with lewis okay i Even know this- it isn't he dv too no Derek is nice who he was in jail though but Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. But he wasn't, he didn't, I don't think, he's he's I'm, not like that. I'm going Lewis, for sure. Yeah. This fight was supposed to happen, and then Derek got sick the day of the fight. Oh. Like, literally a couple fights before it. Who, well, who do you have? You didn't say. Sergey. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, Sergey's feedback. Sergey's okay, well, me, it's man. me versus you. B. B. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude more i'm thinking about it last thing i think that uh <laughs> if alexander volkanovsky can beat islam makachev i think that hot that take would be. i think that could trump alex pijeda and leon edwards being kamara usman really when is that happening uh soon Dang. i mean it's, ufc 283 just happened they're 284 i think it's february 11th which would make sense, right? Because isn't Valentine's Day on a February 12th? 14th on a Tuesday. February 11th, I will actually not be here. It's okay. I don't know. I'm doing a girl's, girl, Galentine's. I wouldn't hang out with you anyway. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I wouldn't, I usually come over and watch the oh, fight. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, this is an hour. An hour that was. That I could have been showering and in bed. And now it's almost nine and I have to go to sleep. I'm not even going to get to do the things I was wanting to do tonight. That's on you at the end of the day. All right. Okay. Love you guys. Love you guys. I'll get some clips out here just so you don't have to watch this whole madness. And take the BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, I'll link that. Thank you. And uh, we're here to stay. We're we're back. See you in a month. See you in three months. (laughs) 